Now, now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas, loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do so great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. How do I sound now? I sound okay? Did you ask Pop that question? Let's do it. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. It is another edition of Hoops Jason on the Athletic MBA Show. David Aldridge here. Beautiful day here in D.C. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. About 80 degrees, not humid, it's nice, sunny. Can't complain. In the Bay, Marcus Thompson. What is up, champion parade goer? What's happening? Yeah, it still feels like parade weather out here. Clear, clear blue skies. We got a little breeze today. It's not, it's not cussing hot. You know, how sometimes you get right, so, so hot, you just, you, yeah, yeah. you just start randomly cussing in the street. It's not so that Draymond, hot anymore. Draymond didn't call nobody a coon today. Is that okay? Is that all right? No, he didn't. Give it time. <laughs> These young fellas got to cut it out, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, please. Come on, y'all. This is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Anyway, our guest this week, our man coming back, Jay Adande from ESPN, from Northwestern University. Man, myth, legend. And uh, wait, can we talk about your your new project? Is that uh, is that uh, talkable today, Jay? Yeah, we can because, first of all, I feel indebted <laughs> to Marcus. You know, Marcus Thompson uh, really was the first person I thought of when uh, – I was given the honor of selecting the year's best sports writing collection, the upcoming edition. It comes out in October. And um, Marcus had a column I really liked last year. They wrote for The Athletic when Steph just, you know, went crazy in April. And But Marcus didn't fall for the okie doke saying, oh, he should be the MVP. Like, no, like, okay, at best he should be player of the month, right? <laughs> but, but like one good month doesn't make you the MVP. That makes you the player. But Marcus said, you know what? It goes beyond that. He's having one of those runs that we're going to remember. You just had to have been there for, you know, like some of the old Jordan runs or, or you yeah. know, Kobe yeah. when he started scoring 40 points every game. So some guys, guys, just these stars even hit another level, even from where they've been. And so I just thought it was a good uh, example, a great example of what a sports column should be right now and not falling into the same old tired arguments and uh, just thinking beyond. And that's what a great sports writing should do is think beyond. And so that definitely was going to be one of my selections when I was picking the book. But then when it came time to pick a cover, I'm like, well, you know, Steph Curry, we got a legit excuse to put him on cover. He's he's sort of the most famous person we can put out there. I, I, I go all over the place, fellas. I mean, there's like deep sea diving and endurance running and all <laughs> kinds of sports are represented in this book. But, uh, you know, none of those people are going to move products off the shelves, right? So I'm like, yeah, let's go with Steph. Um, you know, I figured it would be a safe bet. You know, that's someone that we're like, likely to be talking about in the fall of 2022 when it comes out. But then he goes out and wins the Russell. Gets that Bill Russell NBA Finals right. MVP. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Steph. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Way to help a brother out with the book sales. So, of course, you know, he couldn't be more prominent. He's never been more prominent. So um, he justified the decision that we made months ago. But it also justified my decision because we wouldn't have an excuse to put Steph on the cover if not for Marcus Thompson. So, Marcus, I'm here to say thank you for what you did for the book. <laughs> I'll thank Steph next time I see him. <laughs> and next time you talk to Steph, tell him thanks for me. 
I'm here to tell you that you 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 ruined my marriage for like a day. Because when J.A. called me and said, you in this book, I was like, hold on. I got anointed by J.A. I was walking around my house like you couldn't tell me nothing. I ain't talking to nobody. Spouse, kids. I was like, what? She was like, hold on. I had, I had to get humble. She's like, hold on, bro. Sit down real quick. I'm like, what? You know, where's my food? Where's my, where's my, where's my, where's my big book? piece of where's chicken? Stool? I need a back rub. Purple Skittles only. I done told you this woman. Like, I guess. my writer, my contract writer. That's right. Can't my tell you that now, right? Let's bring DA into the conversation here. Welcome to Who Comma Is Adjacent on the Athletic Podcast Network. I turned it on and I heard Shaq with the barbs like the bullshit and braggadocio. I was transported right back into it. I was like, oh, this is great. I think I rap better than Shaq. With David, David Aldridge. Aldridge. Oh, he's totally playing him. Yes. <laughs> And then he yeah. got their lungs out in front of everybody on TV. Michael was not your friend. It was popping in there. And Marcus Thompson. I just can't get with this idea of taking one hour of content yeah. and finding the morsel that might pop and blowing at him. Hoops adjacent. Welcome to Hoop 5 4. We have ignition. And it is another edition of Hoops adjacent. Hey, the comic is. David Olsen. What's up, How are you on this wonderful Debut of this it is another episode of the Athletic NBA show. David Olsen, I think we got to think of him differently. And it's not just like, oh, now he's finally got his finals MVP. But I think the argument is different. And for that, I turned to to Steve Kerr. And he did it after the, the Warriors won. And he's done it several times in the past where he always compares him to Tim Duncan and his temperament and mm-hmm. stability and all that stuff. And I'm like, you know, he never dares to compare him to Michael Jordan. You know, he's got plenty of up close experience with Michael Jordan. He doesn't go there. I think because he knows you really can't make an argument that Steph is a greater player than Michael. Or I'd even say over LeBron James. But what you can do now more than ever is he's one of the great foundational pieces for a team that we've ever seen. And if you had to go back and ask a team drafting a player you know, if you had to rank how satisfied they were with the outcome of that player for that team, right? So, like, LeBron, you know, you drafted LeBron. He didn't win a championship for the Cavaliers as a draft pick. He came back as a free agent and won. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at, okay, how the how it plays out. Now, Milwaukee drafted Kareem, and he won a championship for them and won multiple MVPs for them. But then he left in his prime to go to L.A., right? So I'm taking a step mm-hmm. over him. I'm taking step over LeBron as a draft pick, how it turned out for that team, for that franchise, right? I'm taking step over, you know, is close with Michael. Just, I mean, yeah, Michael's got six, but he also left you high and dry in the EBA training camp one year, which is something <laughs> Steph never did. So the only ones I can put ahead of Steph, and I'll count draft day acquisitions, because Bill Russell wasn't drafted by the Celtics, right, David? Right, right. But they acquired right. him on draft day. So I'll, I'll, I'll count him. Um, Magic Johnson, Tim Duncan, I guess you could say Michael. Yeah, I'm not going to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Michael. Can say Michael. <laughs> it's funny. You, you don't have to qualify it. It's Mag- funny Mag- you say Mag- that. Mag- Magic, Magic Johnson. Yeah. And then that's it. Who else are you going to put? Just in terms of the stability and the success and no drama whatsoever, right? If you draft Steph, if you draft Tim Duncan, you're just going to have sustained excellence well, with no drama. 
I would say some franchises like drama, like the Lakers, for example. <laughs> so that's why as, as much drama as Kobe provided uh, for a lot of different reasons, I think they welcomed almost all of it and, and were, were very pleased that he was the straw stirring the drink for a decade. You know what I mean? So, but it also like, meant, like, now, it it meant you had to bottom out, though, too. You know, it meant you had to you, they well, ran off the But, you, but you bounced back, but you came back, just like the just like the Warriors came back, you know, after a 15-win season. So I would put Kobe in that discussion. I mean, he got five for him. You can't yep, – yep. and, and was in, you know – let me see. How many finals did they lose? One? Just they one, lost right? two. When he they was lost there? to Detroit and they lost to uh, the Celtics. So he won two. five so and he was lost in, two. See, my my measure of, of true greatness is always the Jack Nicholas codicil, which is not the 18 majors, but the what is it, the 31 second place finishes he had, which is just <laughs> can you imagine that? That's crazy. <laughs> Dude finished second in a major 31 <laughs> times. That's insane. <laughs> That's crazy. So it's always how many how many finals did they get to and lose is is equally important to me. Than how many they won, but yeah, no, you can definitely make that argument for Steph. He's I'm, in I'm, the, he's I'm actually in that. writing that now, so J.A., you might be, right? you might be <laughs> losing it, but, but <laughs> you're icing <laughs> that one. But but you know, it, it's a lot easier to put Steph in the top ten in that category than it is in the top ten just players of all time. And, and you know, maybe, you know, I know that was the, the big discussion. I'm not quite sure I've got in my top ten players, but just in terms of top ten players, I would want to draft. Um, those yeah. guys we mentioned are the only ones. I'm taking ahead of Steph Curry. And that, that's really lofty uh, company that he's in. I, I do think that's a big part that gets missed. I remember it from, for me, it feels like magic. Like Tim keeps saying, Tim Duncan, it feels like magic. That yeah. that central yeah. figure who, how he is, permeates everything. Right. And because of mm-hmm. it, you're great, right? And it's, it's, it's intangible. Right. It doesn't match up. Like you can't put it in, in a head-to-head. It doesn't make sense, right? Like, Magic, you can say Magic was six foot nine, the best passer in the league, all that. But what's that extra element? How do you measure that? The fact that when he was on the court, you felt like, yo, we we are all stars. We all of us, win this, right? right? Like, yeah, we got <laughs> it, right? Like, there's, there's, Steph has that element. And, you know, I do understand what he's saying with Tim Duncan, but like, Tim Duncan never became this this huge figure by his own choice, probably. Right. He was more, yeah. he was chilling. So to be on that stage with that pressure and you, you can see it like the guys get a Wiggins, get on the court with Steph. And all of a sudden he's like, Oh, that's the guy who went number one overall. Right. Like right. That's, right. he's right. got right. that right. kind of, well, but, but, but he does it differently. Like he doesn't do it in the way others have done it. It's so unique where he's like, it's almost like I'm going to fall back and I'm going to be an example. And then you guys won't be able to you, – you'll follow my lead. And Draymond, right. you do all the yelling, right? You do all right. that. Right. It's a little bit different right. approach. It's a fascinating dynamic. Well, another thing with Magic, and step to a similar degree, not quite as much as Magic, but the way Magic glamorized the franchise – you know, and, Absolutely. and and Steph made the Warriors, you know, really the the, the showcase team for the NBA. Um, and, but what Steph has a chance to do more than any of these guys, probably since Bill Russell, is let's look at the the state in which he leaves when he's done, and their position right now to maybe not, you know, there'll be a drop off for sure. But I mean, it's setting up now where they've got some guys where it's not going to be this huge fall off where we're you know never going to hear from the Warriors again for the next five to 10 years when Steph and Clay and Draymond move on. No, uh, I, I beg to differ with that. 
I'm not saying they're going to be a lottery team, but uh, I, I, when Steph and Clay and Draymond are not on that team, I'll be very curious. You to clearly see have not there. seen James Wiseman yet, sir. <laughs> you have not seen no, Jonathan Kaminga yet. I'm just <laughs> no, saying. No, but I think this what is, he's saying is, is like, like the Jordan did this with the Bulls, right? They just become this glamour franchise. We're yes. now it's a spot to go to. So even if it's not well, like somebody, we'll see. people, people yeah. will talk. I mean, they're going to pay. They're going to have a huge yes. audience. They're going to have a huge market. Like that, that's what Steph, that Steph turned them into a free agent destination. Like I just, right. well, I will just humbly remind you that <laughs> the late, that the post Jordan bulls had Elton brand and Tyson Chandler and Jalen Rose and Ron Artest and a bunch of guys that everybody thought, well, they're not, they might not be that bad. You know, they had a full forward. stadium too, though, for a while. And a full stadium for many years. And but, yeah, that didn't work out. But David, not, <laughs> so, not right when he left. When he left, they were lottery. You know, like they're not going to be a lottery team when he leaves. No, there won't be they, a lottery they, team. They got those guys you're talking about because, you know, they were up high in the lottery. So. Yeah, well, that, but they'll, but I'm just saying, I'll I'll reserve judgment on the Warriors post career. You wait till Trey Young Look, says, you know we, what? I'm trying to level see. up. I'm about to follow <laughs> step footsteps. That's what we <laughs> Yes, but you're right. No, one thing you're exactly right about is the lifting of teammates. Because this is what, what, to me, Jordan's greatness was. And Scottie Pippen is in a different category because Scottie was great on his own. Like he was, he, he, um, but the, the role players that became lions. And this went all the way to Jordan at the end in Washington because I, I was, I wrote this. Like he, I wrote, I said, he's not making BJ Armstrong better and, you know, Horace Grant better. He's making Popeye Jones and Chris Whitney better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they think they're going to make every shot now because he's on the floor with them. And it was true. And, you know, so that's why Jordan was to me. But, but yeah, you're exactly right about Steph. And when you add to his production, the impact, because as great as magic was, we did not have an army of six, nine point guards following Magic Johnson into the NBA because there was only one or two guys that could do what Magic did at six, nine. With Steph, Steph's completely changed the game of basketball forever. It's a, it will always be different going forward because of Steph Curry. And, and there's no, I don't know that there's any argument that you can make Otherwise, like he changed the game of basketball. But Dave, I think people are forgetting how much magic changed the game because we've seen so many people come along. And yeah, there's not a lot of them. But LeBron James is a direct descendant of yes, Magic Johnson. I agree. Penny Hardaway I agree. was, Jalen Rose was, you know, these guys. Yeah, the, you know, even yeah, when but, you see Draymond bringing the ball been, up the court. Right. But you know, there's only six, been nine a guys That's weren't doing that. There's only been a handful of them. There's been a few of them that had impact. Jalen Rose was a good player, but by no means was Jalen Rose a great player. Um, whereas everybody in basketball now pulls up and shoots from 35 feet. Everybody does it. There's 20 guys in the league that do it and can make that shot. You know, it's not just Steph and it's not just Damian Lillard. Everybody does it now because Steph Curry changed the geometry of basketball forever. And so now... Trey Young does it. Luca does it. Everybody does it. And Joel it's Embiid. Not even, it's not even thought of. Not, you don't even – there's no such thing as a bad shot in the NBA anymore. Yeah. It just isn't. He has eliminated the phrase bad shot from the lexicon. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's interesting. He it's changed the, the defenses too. So we look at the offensive play. He changed the way defenses played. It, it, it's interesting. So on the play 
Draymond had Draymond had that assist to I think Looney, the critical play in, in game four. Remember late in yes, game four? Yes, yeah. And yeah. it's funny because it was a similar play I first noticed during the first trip to the playoffs that the Warriors made in 2013. And I, I remember I screen grabbed because they were double teaming step out by half court and they just like seeded the free throw line area. And it, that used to be one of the most, you know, intensely protected. Bruh, every areas high on the school court. coach in the country was like, <laughs> you stop exactly, it. right, Marcus? <laughs> yes, you don't yield that ground. And yet I, they yielded it because they're out double teaming step. And and on that Draymond play I'm talking about, the exact same thing. Here we are eight years later, and no one had learned. And so what happens? They double team step. They leave that free throw line area wide open. Step gives the ball to Draymond right there. Now he's doing things, and now he gets the ball to Kevon Looney for a left. That yeah, that bad guy step back. up, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, but it all came Draymond out from the need has, to extend your defense out for step. Yes, Tark is biting into his towel like this is terrible. Tark the shark is like this is not even defense. Like this is you know, <laughs> what are you doing? It's cool. Oh, it's yeah. No, but that's why I think Steph is definitely in this conversation. That you're talking about Jay because because so few guys have actually changed the game as you know again as great as Kareem was Kareem did not change the game right Kareem was just singularly devastating Ridiculous, with what he could yeah. do on a basketball court <laughs> you know what I mean like like he was unbelievable which right? is wild should, to think he, right how did the hook shot not become a shot I, I, that's what you, it's one of the great mysteries of, 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 the, and I've talked to Kareem about it and, and I know Jay, you've talked to him about it too. Yeah, it's just, a piece on people it. don't, it's like underhanded free throws. People think it looks kind of weird and so they don't want to do it, you know, which is odd, but okay. You know, like I do think, um, though, I do think that's a big, like, to me, this is why like Steph feels a lot like magic. There is an element to Steph that was there for magic. That was there for Jordan. That was even there for bird, by the way. It's so Ooh. exciting to watch. Like Absolutely. it's riveting the way they play basketball. The yes. like the yes. suddenness of anything can happen. Yeah, like I do think that matters. Like people want to emulate that. Like you don't know where the hell Steph is going, right? And then he's he's gonna get there and he's gonna shoot it real quick. And then now it's like, yo, that's going in. That's going in. I remember it reminds me in uh, OKC. Like you talk about defenses, J. A. Uh, Roberson, OKC. The like final seconds. And he's at the three-point line. He's playing defense at the three-point line. Anthony Morrow <laughs> is on the bench telling him, move up, move up. Right, like, right. But he ran 30. back and gets his foot on the line. And it's like Steph pulls up from 38 feet and Morrow throws his arm in there. Like, Roberson did what he was taught when he was four <laughs> years old. Exactly. What he's been taught to do. You can't put do a foot that on the three, Two like, feet on the line. You can't do that. Like, you put your yes. hand. There's a, there's a split second your hand is down. Like, it's riveting to watch it. I think that's what I felt when I watched Magic back in the day. It was like, you never know what's going to happen. It's exciting. Right, right. It's it's just magnetic. And you want to emulate that. Whereas like the hook is like, yo, I might get clowned a little bit, especially when you miss yeah. on hooks, right? You missing a round right. of back pass is like, ah, he tried it. <laughs> but you miss a hook, like you look like a clown out there. <laughs> you know what? You know what I love to do, Marcus? It's funny you mentioned that shot because I love to go back and look at old box scores and it just says Curry, 39-foot jump. <laughs> <laughs> like it's normal. <laughs> Bruh, he pulled up in the finals. Remember one where he put the ring on? Like, Draymond yeah, yeah. passes the ball ahead. Like, he's not even set. He just catches. He's, like, leaning forward, pulls it up. The net doesn't move, and he's, like, pointing to his ring. Like, 
But this only happens with this dude. Like, it doesn't... In the first quarter. Marcus <laughs> like, was the first it, quarter. Like, it doesn't even happen with this... He shot... Oh, he it was just, the third quarter. He, I'm sorry. He just pulled it up quarter. from 32 feet in transition <laughs> on a break and barely had his feet set. Like, that's the type yeah. of stuff that it just... It just comes out of nowhere and it's like this right. jolt of euphoria. And only a few dudes yeah. do that, right? That's the... Man, magic. Right. Bird was that way, too, where, he, like, it would of be course, a pass, yes. it would be a shot. I do think people forget, like, Bird was a hell of an exciting... He was exciting. Like, oh, you know, ooh, he, that dude was fun to watch. Like, it was fun no, basketball. Bill, Bill Fitch had the best nickname for him, Kodak. Because <laughs> yes. he sees everything. <laughs> you know, like, the passes he would make. He was like magic in that sense. It was... Bird's passes were much better than any baskets he ever made. Jimmy... You yeah, know, his good. passing was so ridiculous. <laughs> but he saw I, everybody. I, I always tell people, go watch. There's a highlight called The Magic Man. 15-minute highlight on YouTube. And the first seven and a half minutes are passes. Yeah. <laughs> seven and a half yeah. minutes where the dude doesn't take a shot. And each pass is just more jaw-dropping than the one right before it. So- I mean, you could argue, you could argue Magic is known for only two shots in his career, right? Yep. Junior the Scott running, Hook. the run. The junior, junior, and the running three-pointer to beat Boston. It was a regular season yeah. game, but it yeah. was still a memorable Both shot. in the same year. Both in 85. Right. Same year. Right. Yep, yep, uh, yep. That was about it. Like, what other shots do you remember Magic Johnson making that were important? Just, it was all the passes. Bro, so you know? It's still, like, if you watch Magic highlights now, it, like, it still feels the same way. Like, yes. even <laughs> though you know the pass is coming, like right. that, or it's against right. Phoenix. He's going to go around the back, and he's going to whip it that way, and the guy, you know it's coming, and it's still like, oh, yo, he made that pass. Damn. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy like it's still dope all the like the, the like magic and I don't think people do this anymore like legit no looks not that right. I see you <laughs> and then I'm gonna turn away right. while I make the pass right. that, that dude is dribbling down the court the entire way looking this way and they're like that one <laughs> nobody Billy does Thompson? that anymore yeah, yeah just, like, yes, you know like yes. like literally the only basket we can remember Billy Thompson's career and it's because right. it's at the end of a magic Johnson <laughs> right. like right. way right. back that brother's yeah, running down ground, court. Bounce pass looking. to Kurt Rambis. You're right. Like yeah. I, I can think of all these iconic Magic Johnson passes. There's only two shots that come to mind. Very few shots. Like I, even <laughs> though this, well, he made the three pointer to put the game in overtime oh, oh, against the Bullets. All star. All star. Which was against Isaiah. Okay. That's yes. Okay. All star yeah. when he made the two threes at the end. Yes. Yes. Right, right. Yes. Yes. Under different context, but yes, you're right. Those are those are two. Context, but yeah. for yeah, but still, it's all. Passes, you know, and with Steph, it's all shots. You know what I mean? All shots, it's bro. All shots. all shots. He's like Reggie Miller in that sense. Like I don't, right. I don't remember a single assist Reggie Miller had in his career. Did he have any? <laughs> he might. No, I, he had, know, he, I don't know. He had a probably. couple. He had a couple dump downs to the post that turned. You know what I mean? To, to Smith. Yeah, right. But for the most part, it's Reggie coming off and just see. That's the thing. Well, I, Reggie was so good. He had like the sense of drama that Reggie had with his shot, with his shot making. It was just, just and, ridiculous. And in the media too. So I always remember. So that they play. So remember, there was that game seven in the Garden. Patrick Ewing drives, misses the layup. They they lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then the next year they're playing, and uh, there's a big shot at the end. I, I, Might have been Rick Smith or something made, but um, so Reggie Reggie's in the post post game, and um, as he's finishing up. Ewing walks in and Ewing's gonna gonna go to the podium next after Reggie. So Reggie winds down, he goes, but all they remember is the last shot. Isn't that right, Patrick? Ooh. <laughs> it was so cold. A year, a year later. 
<laughs> a year later. Uh, I'm all for the petty. I'm here for the Yo, petty. Reggie was low-key gangster. To be such a slight oh, fella, right? Like, Reggie was a oh, gangster, Reggie was, Reggie was great. He was so great. Yeah, that's oh, they like, choked. It, it, they it, choked. It, it, are there going to be some bills come due? For, I mean, Steph just had this run where he was putting people to sleep and putting rings on the finger. Like, like. Marcus, is there going to be a bill coming due for all that behavior? <laughs> I mean, look, you know what's funny? The bill, the a bill came due after the dynasty. People, people were like, they were 15 to 50. Steph got hurt. So the funny part is Draymond took all the L's, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right but you know, people right. like, they, they paid a little bit, but you you can imagine like the moment they lose, people are going to be like, night, night, right? Every time, like, right. you know Memphis is going to do it. You already know Memphis is, <laughs> Memphis is going to talk it. Absolutely. It's, it's no like when Chris Paul hit him with that shimmy in the playoffs. Yeah, remember shimmy in the right, right, right. <laughs> like, Exactly. <laughs> I love that stuff. Yeah, dish it back. Yeah. Dish it back, baby. Right, right. You, you got to be able oh. to take it if you go dish it. You just have to. That, you, you know, Steph to. laughed at it. He smiled. He was like, that's pretty good. After, after yeah, Chris right. Paul yeah, did he, it. He gets it. They're, Steph gets they're it. I mean, it. It, it, it is fascinating um, to think about the, the historical. Because um, I, I agree with you, Jay. I mean, I don't think. I just know who. You just got to tell me who in the top 10 you're taking out. You're taking out Olajuwon? You're taking out Duncan? You ta- who are you taking out? Right. You know, tell me who you're taking out. You know, because I'm going to disagree with you on that. But, but again, if the, that, that criteria is, okay, drafting players, like knowing how their career turned out, you know, and knowing, knowing whether they stayed or whether they left and how much you got of their career and what happened while they were there yeah. in your uniform – Right. There's just five or six guys all the time. I'm taking that step. Like I put him higher on that list. Maybe it's a made up list, yeah. made up criteria, but that's legit. But it's a good made up list. This is an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. Like, it's like, like yo, like, yeah. Knowing how Kareem, the out, who would you draft? Yeah. Kareem, yeah. Kareem, yeah. you could say Kareem was a better player, but who you taking? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, right. That's, exactly. you know, and, and it's not like Milwaukee, like, Hey, they, they, that was their lone championship for a long time. Like they were, you know, they were okay with it. Kareem's welcome back there, you know? Right. But right. Like, right. 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 As a franchise, you would rather chip. have Steph though, yes. but you would rather yes, have Steph's career, what he did for the Warriors than what Kareem did right. for the, for the Bucks. Right. Well, I think I'm taking out all the old guys, by the way. If you was before Magic, get up out of here. I ain't see you. <laughs> I ain't ride with you like that. Goodbye, big O. Get up out of here. Goodbye, Wilt. I don't know. Nothing. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take William Felton Russell. I'm still gonna take him. I'm taking him because he's from Oakland. That's the only reason why he's staying on my list. Otherwise, he'd be well, getting and, out of here too. As, as Bob Ryan says, he said it so many times that I got to memorize now. Bill Russell, 21 and 0 in winner take all games. So that means NCAA That's tournament. Crazy. Game right. five or game right. seven of a playoff series, right. Olympics. He said, Bob Ryan is, says, greatest resume this is in why. pro sports. Exactly. Because at every level, well, at every level Bill Russell played in, he won. Every level. <laughs> he didn't, he won high school state championships. He won NCAA championships. He won Olympic gold medals. He won 11 rings in 13 years. <laughs> Whenever you played against him, you lost. <laughs> and, here, and here's the hey, thing about legends Will. Too. Legends, too. You know what I'm saying? Will, like, we don't even really think of Will as, like, a warrior, really. I mean, I guess a little bit. Right. But, like, like there's some records that Steph ain't going to touch because the year no. Will averaged 50 points a game, he was a warrior. Steph ain't touching that. <laughs> Bruh, that's the funny – that's the running joke with the Warriors. It's like – the rec- it's not getting the record. It's being on a list with Wilt. 
Right. <laughs> it's like you want to yeah, be right, like, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, oh. man, I, right. how many games? Have, oh, I got, I got. It'll be like, oh, Steph has four fifty-point games, and Wilt has right. seventy-nine. <laughs> like, like I'm on a list with Wilt. Let's right. <laughs> George Gervin told me once, Iceman said, "If you think you've done some things, do you think you got your name in the record book? Dig deeper in the book." Because Wilt will humble you. <laughs> Wilt will humble you. <laughs> Wilt's lovers were Absolutely. sick, bro. It was ridiculous. No, my, my, I mean, I did when I wrote the story for our 75 on Wilt, that, what was the number? I was trying to look it up. I'm looking it up right now. I mean, his numbers are just, they're just cartoonish. <laughs> like, they're not even, they don't even seem real. Like, they're not. Oh, this is my favorite stat. Okay. Chamberlain scored 50 or more points in a game 122 times in his career. <laughs> And in 1980, this was Sports Illustrated said, noted this. This was a, one of their notes. It took 31 years for the rest of the league to amass 122 50 point games combined. <laughs> it's like, it's like 1980s. So that was like, what, nine years after Wilt retired? <laughs> and if that the league, the whole league in the, finally in the entire history of the league. Wow. Kevon Looney just had, had a career game. He had 22 <laughs> rebounds in a playoff game. He's probably going to get a bunch of money because of it. And he's exactly. 16 behind Will. <laughs> Will had 38 rebounds in a playoff game. The game but of also, his life was, right. was like half also, what Will did. <laughs> and that was still below like Will's average for the season, right? Yes. The, the year he's averaged 50 <laughs> points. What he averaged like twenty four rebounds, boards? yeah, yeah, twenty four right. rebounds. Right. <laughs> so like that was that was that would have been a subpar game for Wilt in nineteen sixty two, and so, and Wilt so would have had fifty on top of that. So Wayne Embry told me the story. Like um, he was one of the one one of the first team, one of the first threesomes in a game to have three guys score thirty points in a game. Um, and so because somebody just did it this year, it was another. Was it the Clippers? Maybe they had three guys score thirty in a game. Hasn't been done that much. It's been done a few times, but not that much. So I called Wayne up and I said, Wayne, you were one of those people. And he goes, yeah. And, and he said, uh, you know, my, my guys asked me, well, who'd you do it against? And, and he said, well, it was against the Warriors. And they go, oh, my God, you did that against Wilt? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I did against Wilt. And they said, well, how many did you score? And he goes, well, I, I scored 37. And they go, wow, that's unbelievable. You scored 37 against Wilt. And he goes, well, Wilt had 60. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. I'm taking my I'm taking my victory lap for my 37. Like, uh uh-uh. Yeah, but on, on your you night of nights, you shower. get outscored by 23. On your, on your by big dude. night. Yeah, nah. That Wilt don't even count. We take it off the board. Wilt, the dude in, in class, is going to get a 105. Like, take his grade oh, yeah. out of here. Like, it don't count. I got right. 37 oh. on Wilt. <laughs> That's the story. You don't have to act like that, my man. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
Today's episode is brought to you by Giorgio Armani Aqua Di Gio Parfume, a long-lasting and deeply intense men's fragrance that captures the powerful sensations of nature. The woody aquatic scent features notes of bergamot, clary sage, and patchouli, which create an intensity that is vibrant and aromic. Discover more at GiorgioArmaniBeauty.com. You don't have to go up there. You go from being enforcer to coon. Right back. How does that happen? Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife, Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful design objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son, Evan, continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless, modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and Cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com. Hey, Draymond, you good? The f*** wrong with you? Did you just win your fourth championship? What the f*** you worried about me for? What you mad? You mad because I'm doing it my way and it's having to work? I'm doing it my way. I ain't got to do it your way. I'm doing it my way. But look, forget the old media. Forget the new media. I'm going to stand by the old law, right? And the old law says, hey, man, all that disrespect and all that whole shit of calling somebody a coon, man, you got me f***ed up. Ain't nothing a coon about me. Ain't no cooning, ain't none of that. Straight up. And here's the thing, right? We all know, dog. We all know. You all barking no bite. We know this. The NBA brothers know this. A lot of them that's talking behind you, behind your back, they know this. They know you not gonna do nothing. This is proven. This is facts. We know that. So, one stop with all the tough talk. You can talk about me as an ESPN analyst. You can talk about my takes. You can talk about everything you want to do. I don't give a fuck about that. But what you're not going to do is, you're not going to disrespect me and call me no motherfucking cold. And I'm going to stand on that. You talk about standing on something, I'm standing on that. That's what I'm not going to be, especially by you, when we all know you're not going to do nothing. Let me try that wink again. You're not going to do nothing. And we know that. It's proven. We know that. We know you ain't gonna bust a grape in a fruit fight. We know you ain't gonna pour milk on cereal. We know you ain't gonna listen to it go snap, crackle, or pop. We know that. But that cool and shit, man, you got me f***ed up. We can keep it entertainment. We can keep it ESPN. Whatever you wanna do. But we ain't doing that cool shit, homeboy. Real talk. Carry on. Carry on. Carry on. You know what's so you know what's so crazy about this? 
is that Kyrie Irving hit the shot that won the championship for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like he what he did one of the most LeBron. memorable shots yeah. in NBA history. <laughs> yes, but 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 here's the thing. It's funny. I, I looked it up on YouTube one time. Like now, what do you think has more views on YouTube? That shot or LeBron's block? LeBron's block, exactly, it's by and, a and factor of five, probably. So you know, you, you gotta. I mean, there's definitely like a Marsha, Marsha, Marsha situation going on <laughs> with, with Kyrie and LeBron, and, and so yeah. you, you could kind of get it why he wanted out, right? Like he was never going to get I, credit for anything as long as LeBron was around there. I will, I will cop to Jay. You're exactly right because when he when he forced the trade to Boston, I said, you know what. If I was 27 years old and I had won my team, the first championship in my city in 52 years, and nobody gives a damn because they just talk about this other guy all the time, well, let me bounce out of here and do my own thing. I got it. I got it. I understood it because it was like, he's going to the Celtics. Of course. Why Why wouldn't you go to the Celtics? It's a great franchise with great history. Like, And then, but ever since then, I don't know. What I question um, is why... KD would leave the stability of, of Stephen Curry and attach the prime of your, you know, the 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 tail end of the prime of your career to this yeah. guy. Like it's it's just been three. I mean, I get why know. he left. It's the same reason. It's the attachment right. part. But 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 where he <laughs> right, went. Right, right, right. Exactly. Like, the, who I mean, you can, chose? Can, exactly. can you imagine that though? You going from Steph to Kyrie, like in hindsight yeah, now, I, especially it's like. Ooh. But, but Marcus, but then he seem he seems to like it more this oh, way. Oh no, he right? loves Kyrie. Like, oh yeah. I mean, that's yeah. his friend, yeah. right? You're, he's playing with his right, friend. Right, right, right. Okay, that's and there, his there friend. Is a, there that's is fine. a sentimentality to KD on the low. I know he's beefing with people, yeah. but, you know, he's still a kid who grew up playing in Wreck Park with his guys and, and, and right. you know, in his coach's van piling in getting pizza, right? Like, they're still that kid. Right. So, to me, I think I do think it matters that he's playing with his friend. Like, th- that's a lot. Right. But it, it doesn't seem like he regrets it, right? That That's what... No. Like, you don't get any sense that he... So, it, it's not one of the... It's it's weird because I, I think he would do it all over again, knowing exactly yes, how this I turns so out. Too. Don't you get I think that so sense? Too, yeah. Yes, yes, I think so too. And to be and and I think he. Now I don't want to. God, I don't want to play junior psychologist here, um, three thousand miles away. But it seems to me that KD also likes to be a contrarian in some ways, and so maybe he gravitates to other people who want to be contrarian. It seems to you. <laughs> <laughs> What a what a what a hypothetical reach that was, DA. <laughs> I just I just wish like Kyrie with this cryptic stuff like talking about leading people in the future. How, how about you lead your team into the conference finals first? Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, okay. I, look, I'm not. This is all magic fault, wanna, by the way. This is all magic I, fault. I, like <laughs> magic started the player empowerment movement. Like magic signed twenty five years, twenty five million. Like he hanging with the old, magic started all this stuff. This is all magic fault. <laughs> but magic wanted to be at the Playboy Club. I understand. That's right. <laughs> a big draw. Like I get that. You know, like well, with Kyrie, man. I don't know, man. I just, I, boy, I don't like. I wanted to tweet this last night, but I just didn't feel like hearing from idiots all night long. And I said, you know, like 
at the end of the day, we're talking about a we're talking about we're acting surprised that a guy opted to go for thirty seven million dollars instead of six. Like, what are you? <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> but that's the thing with Kyrie, it's all in play, right? Like you had you had to think about yeah, it, right? It was plausible, that, right? It wasn't automatic, right? Is the part right, that's, right, that's right. weird. And the part that's weird to me is like it's also K- with KD. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, yeah, like yo, we made this plan together, and not only are you going to dip on me, but you go take thirty million less. Like right. I might have a problem that you even thought about it. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> exactly. well, exactly. what, what what's clear and and not a lot of clarity on any of this, but David doesn't seem evident that the Nets just held the line and yeah. said, "Yeah, this is the way we're doing it." And Kyrie ultimately had no other choice but to say, "Okay." I, I don't think he could. <laughs> I don't think he, he could plausibly argue that going to the Lakers would be a better move for him than staying with Katie. Certainly not financially. Like you, right. Not fine. Even if it's not, forget the finances, but you can't, you can't on any level argue. That's a better move for me. <laughs> like that's going to be better for me as a basketball player. You can't argue it. You know, there is no argument. Like, you know, even forget Simmons and all that. But just playing with KD, like, huh? <laughs> I mean, can you, you can't get a – it'll be tough to find a better player for Kyrie's game to be next to. Exactly. Right, for what he exactly. wants to do. Like, that – how do you match that? And then on top of that, like, I, I wanted to see how they were going to handle the Russ situation. Like, which right, one coming right, off the bench? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I didn't know right. what that I didn't know how that was going to work out. But I'm actually glad. I think Brooklyn can actually be good. I still think they can win too. a championship. <laughs> That's, That's crazy thing. Out of all of this, I still think they can actually yes. win a championship. They got to get some Here's stuff thing, together. Though. But they'll be good. Like, we keep giving them the, like, I, I gave them the benefit out right up until, like, they lost game, game three of the four. playoffs. This year. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right. I like right. game but, four. But, but, still but, why? This. but why? Here's my like, thing. So since since he left LeBron after the 2017 playoffs, um, he's participated <laughs> in a grand total of four, three and a half playoff series because he, he missed the second half of the Milwaukee series last year. So three and a half playoff series, um, you know, and he's won two, you know, two. Three, four, four, four and a half playoff series, and he's won two playoff series. Has been the conference finals. You know, like, like, what do you get with Kyrie? Yeah. What, what are you well, getting? It's the you whole know? notion. Like, yeah. I mean, but he's never had, for what, for various and sundry different reasons, over the last three years, he's never, they've never been able to build anything toward the playoffs. Ever since he's been there, <laughs> one year he got hurt, you know, one year he just took 10 games off and we still, nobody's ever explained what happened there. And then this past year, which was just, you know, I mean, uh, also, you know, but, you know what I like about it though? I, I, I'm somebody, I might be the only one that feels like I want the regular season to matter. You know, I want that. Yes, I do too. I, I, I do, I do care too. about it. You know, the MVP award should matter that it's a regular season award. And if they had won it all this year, you know, if they had just like, all right, we're getting together now, It'll and, the most and now we're going to play the playoffs. season, no matter title of all time. Right. Right? Like, yeah, exactly, whatever. exactly. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Can we you imagine like, how much together. time Kyrie would have taken off this, right. <laughs> this year? I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know what I avoid, but I'm avoid something out here. It's something, to <laughs> so I'm not playing. Something I'm not going to do. I, I do think. I do think this Boston. Yeah. I think one of the caveats that we that we miss with the, with the Brooklyn team is it's harder to build through free agency. It's not like I mean we look at the Warriors 
and we see like they've got this juggernaut, but they were able to do it through the draft and put pieces mm-hmm. together. It's just tougher to do when you walk when you start with two max dudes. It's tougher to yes. do. They don't have a dude. Who's their perimeter defender? Like lock up. You got to have that with Kyrie, right. right? I mean, they had a shooter, but Joe Harris kind of either was hurt or he disappeared. But you got to have some shooting in there. You got to have certain type of like they they. It's difficult to is put it ben together Simmons a team. Now? I'm asking. Yeah, now is it that's ben what Simmons. Like Maybe you it hoping, is ben Simmons. but it's just it's yeah. harder to put together a team when you're starting with yeah. two max contracts. The Warriors did it the opposite yes. way. And you look after the Warriors, Toronto, right? Uh, Milwaukee, you know, the Warriors sure. again. Like even Memphis, Memphis, right? You start looking at these, like you got to put together a team. Like you got to have yeah. all of the components, especially like out east, right? You got you, yes. two dudes ain't going in there and winning this thing. Like you got to have, right. you got to have squad. Milwaukee, it's harder to do. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. harder to do. They, they, I think they have a hard numbers. time putting together like a championship roster. They have championship yeah. potential because they got a puncher's chance with those two at the top. But I do think it's a little right. bit harder. And like when Kyrie's and, on your and team, do, the, do you they gotta, have the right coach? Yeah, that's still, that's still another thing. TBA, yeah. right? I mean, right? but they it's were like, like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's all good. You know, we got us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because I was thinking about the words, like it, it, just everything hit. Because we had the same questions about Steve Kerr that we do for did with Steve Nash, sure. right? Sure. And so sure. It, it's amazing how it not only did it work, it worked to like unprecedented levels of success. Um, yes. and, but you go back like they, Pat Riley. You know, they yeah. handed him a, a championship contending team and right. boom, boy, did that work out. So it's funny, like you, but that's a once in a generation. But also you know, like, DJ, like, it's, it's what asking you, a lot. It's what you're talking about, yes. though. It's that, it's that leader. Like you right. can't, like, to me, like when, when we're talking about this conversation, this is the part we don't leave out. We look at jumper and height and athletic ability and defense but you that worked because of who like steve kerr said at the end of this steve kerr might end up with like the best record of any coach ever the highest winner percentage of all time he asked him he's like i'm I'm when it's all said done i'm thinking steph like it does matter like who is running your show like as great as james harden is like you, can, it matters who is running your franchise. Like that matters. It matters how yes. it impacts everybody else. It matters the the example that's being set. Like all of that stuff matters when you're trying to win a championship, especially if you're right. trying to win right. multiple ones. So, like the reason it worked with Pat Riley is a pretty big, pretty big reason. Right? <laughs> His name is right. Magic Johnson. No question. Here's what I wonder because I I've never spent a lot of time around Kyrie or the teams. You know, I've always been in the opposite conference. I was mostly out West when Kyrie was, was his played his whole career in the East. So I don't know like what his practice is like. The, the crazy thing is, is that he's so dedicated because he's so skilled. He's not Bruh. super yes. talented. He's got incredible that's a, that's ball handling. That's so frustrating. So he is so good. Like, it's works clear he game. puts into, yeah, it's clearly he puts right. time yes. into but, his game. But right? it, yeah. is it during practice? I mean, the, the thing that sticks out to me about Steph is, you know, I, I don't know what the layout is is at the new building, but when their old practice facility in Oakland for the Warriors, you walk in when they open up the door to the media, and what's the first thing you see, Mark? 
Marcus. Steph shooting. When you would walk in, <laughs> Steph Curry working Steph. on his yeah. shot. Yeah. The <laughs> last guy in the league you would think needs to spend time working on his shot. The first thing you right. would see is Steph Curry working on his shot after yeah. practice. You know, and other guys are starting to make their way back to the locker room, and Steph Curry's working on the shot. Last like, I wonder, the is there yeah. anything like the equivalent of that for Kyrie? Is he off in the corner working on his handle? Like, what's Kyrie like in practice? Yeah, I don't know. He's doing he's, something because I mean, the dude is too good, bro. Yeah, like, right? Yeah, no, his skill level. That, is, that finishing I mean, he, to, at to the me, rim he's still, is insane. Yeah, he's still the best guy with the basketball in the league to me. I, I don't, even, I don't think it's close. He's Steph may be the best guy without the ball in the league, but Kyrie on the ball, ball in his hand, I would. Who are you going to take over him? Like he can do everything. And his shot has you know gotten I mean? better, by the way. His three point yes. shot has gotten a lot better. He's like he's one of them dudes. You leave him open, that's a bucket, right? Uh, yeah. Like, and that wasn't always the case. He was kind of streaky. He clearly, clearly works on his game. You you don't get to yeah. be that good without working. He's not seven foot, right? Like right. I mean, KD is another one of them guys who used to be with Steph when he was there, right? Like. Brad right. takes more mid-range jumpers. He'd be like, hey, KD, I think you might have that. You might be the greatest <laughs> mid-range shooter of all time, right? <laughs> but, but, right. but to me, it's not up. coincidental that the, the Celtics fared better in the playoffs when Kyrie was there when he wasn't playing. You know, like, mm-hmm. like he, it's almost like he hampered his teammates in Boston, right? Like the best version we saw of the Brad Stevens Celtics was the year that Kyrie was hurt. And they, they, well, they went yeah, to well, it was seven, when right? Isaiah Thomas was the point guard. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's when they were really good, you know. So it's going to be fast. I still believe, I still, for some reason, think Brooklyn could be good, but I don't know, man. They ain't like, beating the Clippers, baby. That's the team uh, I'm looking at. Is Kawhi coming back? Uh, it's Kawhi back. That's what I want to know. I will say, I think John Wall is going to help them a lot. And I yeah. think, I now, it's going to be, now here's what's going to be interesting because John Wall made it clear back in the day. He ain't think too much of Reggie Jackson's game. So I'll be very, very curious to see how that dynamic works out between hey, the two a, of them. A lot, a lot has happened since then. A lot, a lot of growth. Uh, also, a lot of they, maturity. Saw, my, my thing is everything is forgiven. I mean, think, think about think about the letter that Dan Gilbert wrote about LeBron. Right. And then he Comic goes back to Comic Sans, baby. Right. Comic Sans. Comic Sans. Comic Sans. Also, also I mean, Marcus, you saw it out there in the Bay. Like, Chris Webber famously divorces from Don Nelson and Warriors, and then where does he go back Come at the back, end of his yep. career? Come back, yeah. Come back to Warriors. Like, everything in sports is forgivable. Like, everything can be repaired. You know, I mean, look, we, we saw, we've seen combinations of, you know, that that's kind of why I wanted Russ to, to get traded somehow in, in a potential Kyrie deal, just to see Russ and KD reunited. You know, like, we, we saw KD and, right. and Harden paired together. Like, you know, like, we saw Russ and Harden paired together. Like, like, Everything yeah. can be combined. Everything in sports can be forgiven in pursuit of the. Because ain't nothing but a small neighborhood. You're gonna run into these dudes right. again, right? It's a, yeah, it's a, that's true. It's a, that's it's true. a small world. <laughs> like you can't like go to the same clubs, right? They got the same. Like, <laughs> yeah, at some point, you got to run into these dudes again. So you might as well. Yeah. You might as well that's work true. it out. So, so speaking of a small world, and and this this does happen. In the next sport, I want to talk about Marcus. I got to thank you for this. Well, I'm thanking you for getting Curry on the on the cover of. of the book you can pre-order on Amazon now. Go to at Jayadane on Twitter to get the link, and, or you can buy um, one of my ten I copies that I bought for <laughs> the Trump. <laughs> I, I gotta thank you for getting me into Formula One because Marcus kept talking about like, you, you gotta watch. You gotta watch Drive to Survive. You gotta watch that. Dude, so, I like, want to. I, I, I binge Drive to Survive on Netflix, and man, I am hooked, man. Because the drama, David. Here's the thing about it. 
So, you know, the NBA is glorious for its free agency drama, right? And some of the right. stuff we talk about who's going to play with who and isn't. They in Formula One, like this it's stuff goes on during bro. the season. It's cutthroat, bro. <laughs> like, but they like, sign with another recruiting. They sign with yeah, another team. It, it would be like Kyrie's like, yo, I'm going to go play with the Lakers. It's like March. I'm going to go right. play with the Lakers. Like, I'm going to go play with the Lakers next year. Next year. But I'm right. with, but I'm with Brooklyn now. I got to finish out the season with the Nets. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they got to do. So talk about awkward, uncomfortable, or or like, hey, uh, Valtteri, we're, we're dropping you at the end of the year. Yeah, we're picking um, up but, this other dude. Know, but but <laughs> how about you finish out these races for us now? And, and oh, by the way, you know, if, if you're ahead of Lewis, you know, we got to go team orders and ask you to take that L and let yeah. Lewis pass you. You know, you got to take yeah. them for the you team. Gotta, you got to know the team be, is trying to get rid of you. You got to be second like my man and Ricky Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bruh, like Ricky yeah, Bobby's yeah. teammate. <laughs> but they, they drop that team orders on you and they're like, Ugh. But the, the, the drama of it. Um, you know, the, the strategy of it, I, you get into the strategy and, okay, what tires are they going to use and when are they going to pit? Um, it, it's just fascinating to me. Great, great personalities. No, no salary cap. Directors. No salary <laughs> it's a, cap. It's a big yeah. money deal. You know, we yeah, got to get – making some stupid We got to get DA. Me and, me and Jay, we're trying to get on a yacht somewhere, Monaco or maybe Las Vegas. Like, <laughs> we're we trying to get into this thing because it is – it is a very uh, high-end form of sports viewing, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This, What's the name? My, our boy Jabari, uh, Jabari Young is into that now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jabari it. Young is yeah. big into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so he went down out. there. Actually, I, I went down to Miami during that Formula One weekend. And, and you're right, Marcus. It was so exclusive. I, I actually went down to the track. Um, but they're like, you can't get into like, like you trying to stub up. But, like, good luck. Um, but right. they had stuff like it took over Miami, man. Like, like. They had a watch party. Uh, I was staying up in Fort Lauderdale, and they just had in the park. They set up Alfa Romeo sponsored this watch party, and they had big screens, and they had like a Formula One type car, and they were selling merchandise. Like they, mm. there was all kinds of activations as the, the oh, sponsors, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all surrounded Formula One. Like it, it, it dominated. Um, so I can't wait till it comes to Vegas next year. Oh, I'm, it's I'm going down yeah. to Vegas. And the part that's bothering me this year, it's a little irritating. Is Lewis Car, Lewis Hamilton's car ain't. Yeah, ain't up to snuff. So my man is like, he's feeling a little Willie Mays-ish. Like, come on, man. Like, like come on, man. We went from top seven, of the game. Though. Yeah, he got seven. He should have eight. And, he got played. And he still got to deal with the racism, but now he can't, like, take it out on You know, you can tell. He used to be like, oh, you're going to say this stuff, huh? All right, what, you All right know, now you I'm going to beat you. Yeah. Beat my smoke. Right, right, right. right, right. It, it's funny because the first season, the Mercedes team didn't talk to the Netflix people. Right. So like you really don't see them except, you At know, they'll all. be focused yeah. on one dude or other dude. Or, and then but then they'll just cut away to show the results. Race. And Lewis Hamilton takes a checkered flag like <laughs> like every, every episode. Like you don't see homeboy until like the end. It's like and another victory for Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes. And then it's season two. So they participate. They're like, oh, we got to get in on this. This is a new phenomenon. And what bothered me is like not until because the thing I'm wondering about the whole time, Marcus, you're like, here's the only brother out there. And he's beating everybody. And what type of stuff did he have to put up with on the web? What type of nonsense does he have to Can deal you with? Imagine? And you don't find out. And at the very end, though, he starts talking about it. And like he talks about kind of just racism in the world. But like I want to hear about the racial stuff he has to deal with in Formula One. And then literally it's like, OK, that's it. We'll literally. see you next season. No, <laughs> it's literally like the last thing they say. And just when it's starting to get good, we're like, all right, that wraps up season two. Next <laughs> but now we're seeing it, Mark, because now we see the, the so Max Verstappen, his biggest rival, Dave, who, the guy who finally ended his run of seven straight championships and is leading the championship hunt this year. His girlfriend's father. Um, who was the Formula Formula One racer himself, 
basically in, in Brazilian dropped a dropped a uh, N word equivalent in in, in oh, Portuguese. Oh, so this guy's not even active anymore. It's a form. No, this is no. OG. Guy? Yeah, OG. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Old wow. guy. Yeah. But he's the he's essentially the father in law of of, of yeah, you know, his the biggest, biggest rival, rival for yeah, Lewis Hamilton. Big, right, 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 right. And and Marcus, you said like there's been nothing from Red Bull. So the, the weird thing is everybody's putting out this Mercedes and Formula One put out the same all by you and racism. all that. Yeah, yeah. Right. But like, hey, they're not calling out the dude that said it. Like, if you don't stand <laughs> for it, then call out homeboy. Call him by name. Right. Name him. Right. And right, also right, Max right, right, right. and Red Bull and Christian Horner, what you got to say? This and, dude's and, in yeah. your camp. What you got to say? The cold part, right. DA, was like in the, at the, the controversial race last year in the last race. It was all set up by a guy named Nicholas Latifi who crashed and basically cost Lewis Hamilton a championship because it, it ended up getting the uh, the safety car, which is safety exactly car, what right. Verstappen needed. But because of that, he got all this hate and all this, you know, people were coming <laughs> on him. So Red Bull put out a statement. We stand, we stand with Nicholas Latifi. We won't do that. So they put out statements. Wow, they, they right, do yeah, put right, out right, statements, right. just not just today. Not, <laughs> just not today. Which only goes to show is no matter where you are, if you got some melanin, you gonna have to deal with this, right? You know what I'm saying? It does not matter. This dude is like, it doesn't matter. This dude is the Michael Jordan of the sport, and he he still got to deal with it. Like, the crazy part, he's such a good dude. Like, I would be Draymond if I was him. Like, I'd be standing on top of my car. You You can't be me. Like, he's a good dude. Like, people, like, he's a really hump, classy guy. Like, even when he got cheated, he got cheated out of the last title. And, like, his him and his father go and talk to Max and their and their dad. And they're like congratulating him, yeah. like even though like right after he got hustled out of the title, you know he got hustled because they fired the dude who hustled him. Like, like right. the, the race director <laughs> right, got right. canned. It's like yeah, bro, it's a little shady. <laughs> Whenever they fire somebody, like you're like, <laughs> like, but it was like yeah, yeah, we, you can't come back. But you know, title still uphold. But yeah, that dude can't come back. Yeah. But like he's always he always handles himself with class. He's he's an aggressive driver. Like he he'll he'll get right. in there and mix it up, but once Pushes he steps out, he's edge. like this super like humble guy, really nice. Like he's cool and, and, and he just eats it. Like he eats it all the time, yeah. which is wild to me. But you know he is alone that's, in that's, that sport. By the way, right, like right. That's a lot to internalize when you got nobody else. I mean, just like Jackie Robinson had to eat it all, right? Like he had yeah, to internalize yeah. all that. You know, I, I hope I hope Lewis's you know well being is that you know that that took years off Jackie's life. There's no question having to deal with sure, that. Just sure, keep it inside. Sure, you get a little bit and, more money. And though. it's funny that it's funny that that yeah. Tiger <laughs> tried to Tiger tried to lean into that when he was young, and he got so much backlash. He seems to have recoiled right, from went, ever went the other you know, <laughs> making that part of his story. You, you know what I mean? You know, like, you know what's crazy, Jay? You start thinking about Formula One. See, that's it's it's. It's really a world championship, right? Like I know we call like right, the NBA right. or like can you imagine you ride through some of these places and it's like what, what they saying in Azerbaijan? Like what, what they saying? In, like you know, what I'm saying? like you riding some of these spots. Like this ain't just no American racism here. Like this right. is right. this is that international stuff. It'd be a little different. It'd be like medieval. I'd be like, man, what are they? What the heck are they saying in the Netherlands? Like how does this work? Like, I, I, I'd be worried just hopping town to town like that, right? Like you right. know, they they well, are pretty medieval. big. They're pretty What's big. What's the race like, that has the castle? There's one race they drive around. Is, it, is that Azerbaijan? There's like a castle on the court. Like I, I you got to make like wow. a, a curve right around the castle. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, David. I mean, it's, you know, you, it, all the places you're going, Monaco and, you know, like all around it's the ridiculous. world, Australia. They were just in Montreal. 
It's um, Baku, right? You know, yeah, that's Azerbaijan. Yeah, yeah. Baku. Yeah. yeah, but I like because it is more international. Like like NASCAR, like it's just you know just all the, the good old boys. But but this is 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 the racing, but it's it feels like more sophisticated, you know, and international yeah, yeah. and and just a variety and it's getting more and more diverse, you know, drivers from China and, and Japan now. Oh, um, yeah. So it's, it's just, a, you know, and, and that's what it is, David. They sell you like, I'm, I'm not a gearhead, but it's about the personalities and, and the sure, drama. Sure, sure. And I will try to get into it. I yeah. will try to get yeah, into it. watch the Netflix show first. Where did Botas go? After- and he's got the, the uh, LGBTQ helmet on. And he's like support because wherever they were, they, they don't rock with, uh, with with gay people. So he was like representing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, I respect that. But man, bro, you got to get up out of there. Be careful. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going somebody's place. Well, they got to take that helmet off. <laughs> I, mean, I be feeling worried for him. Like, yo, Lewis do that too. He'll go and he'll stand up for whatever whatever's happening in that country. They'll go and they'll use their platform right. to represent. I'm nervous for yeah. him. I'm like, yo, like, <laughs> don't, don't get caught up out there. You get slipped up and you stuck. Well, I will try. Sebastian I will definitely Vettel? get into it. Vettel, yeah, Vettel is who it was. Yeah, yeah he's, Vettel, he's really yeah. outspoken on all this stuff. Really outspoken. Yeah, I'm like, but this ain't yeah. no. Some of these places ain't. You know, you see, you yeah. start seeing people walking around, and you see, you know, what is that? I think Abu Dhabi. Well, well, they, they the race in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like, yo, you, I'd, be careful, they don't play. <laughs> I'd be so scared, DA, that I'm gonna like get stuck. You know what I'm saying? They like arrest me, and I like I'm never your, going. Your back. flight has been canceled. Yeah, yeah, your flight like, has been I'll terminated. Be the, uh, I'll be talking about stuff at the airport, the other side of customs. All right. Y'all need to, y'all need to support your gay people. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be like, but I'm out now. Though. Boarding flight two fifty three. But I'm out. This is wrong. What y'all doing? Y'all should embrace this community. Like, I'd be shook out there, dude. We get, oh man, we get you in there. All right, we'll talk about we'll talk we'll talk about free agency next week. What the <laughs> <laughs> Jay? What the book's coming out in the fall? Is that what it is? Order on on pre order on Amazon right now. Again, go to Twitter at Jay Donnett. I got the link there. Um, Marcus, thank you so much for uh, inspiring so much to that, and and uh, that's how we wound up with with Steph Curry and covering again. Thanks for getting me into the F one. You got to work on your boy Da. David, you, you, you love it, man. Do it. I just got time, stuff to do. I'm time busy. Well, spent. well, now it's just summer. You know, once we, once we get this free agency done, you know, then you, then you can binge on the shows and then you can watch the second half of the Formula One season, man. Like, I'll be texting Marcus like, yo, you see what happened when first happened? Yo, drop. Like, it, it's crazy, man. It's mad drama <laughs> yo, in these hey, shows. Last year was so crazy. Like, I can't wait to see the, the series from it. Like, it was, it was insane. I want to see how they play the end of it. Like, it's... I'm getting DA. He's hooked. He, this is happening. I'm gonna you got. I'm gonna you know. I'm gonna get into happening. it. I'll get into it. And then we're Not all as much as you. Two, we're all going into. to Saudi Arabia for the Grand Prix. <laughs> Not that one. We going to Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> we're not trying to go to Saudi Arabia. But we definitely going to catch us next. Go catch a. Go catch a. We could get live golf well, event in Saudi Arabia and, and a Formula One. If we go. <laughs> oh Lord. Blood, oh money, my, my my my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Leave that five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get this fine American podcast. Marcus, if if they can't leave five stars on the review, what do they need to do? Keep it to yourself, you haters. And don't watch Formula One. We out. Boarding our flight. We out. <laughs> there is no way, bro. There is no way I'd be saying that stuff in some of the pictures. Oh, no.
Nah, they still, they still be him. Right. They, they, they could. Yo. Wow. There's no way, bro. There's wow. no way I'd be saying that stuff instead of percussions. <laughs> I mean, like, like Brittany Griner, man. You hate to say it, like, they don't play over there, man. There's no way, bro. They don't There's play. There's no way I'd be saying that stuff instead of percussions. Yeah. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.